Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and papas. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's the modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 on South Main at the Green Beetle and every Friday night from 8 to 10 in Cooper Young at the Memphis Maid Tap Room. For more info, visit the bingo page at CerritoTrivia.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. talk man uh before we get to that i got a text message from three shades of blue co-host josh coleman he said he stays sliding into folks dm yeah. hashtag single like <laughs> all right let's talk some wrestling right now well of course we got dustin star in studio right now kevin cerrito is joining us what up kevin welcome to your own show man what's going on cj greetings and salutations everybody where's five star at i'm here man I've been sitting okay. in with CJ, man. We were talking about some crazy Chad Kelly a minute ago. Speaking of uh, WWE personalities and stuff, talking wrestling, how about Chad Kelly? He should, um, if his football career doesn't pan out, maybe he could be a WWE guy. Nope. No? <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> he could watch He could watch some WWE with D'Angelo, but as far as what I know about D'Angelo, D'Angelo is not going to be watching the WWE with anybody from Ole Miss. So. That's, that's probably true. There. Well... A lot going well, on. Uh, you got CJ in studio here. Um, I am in studio, but you are not here, Kevin. Where are you? Well, I'm staying away from you because I know you're upset about what happened to trivia the other there night. There we go. Let's go ahead and get that out of the way, right? At, at, at the at the wrestling trivia fall brawl, you guys lost, and you lost fair and square, right? We did lose. Yes, we lost fair and square. So big shout out to Arnez and his team, Beer Money LLC. They won uh, Fall Brawl Trivia. And let me tell you, i got to give props to Kevin Cerrito because I have never, I've never, ever been interested in anything on a poll match. But that round of questions, I don't know how anybody got them. Oh, they did. That was my favorite round. Very hard. Maybe ever. But it's fun. There's nothing better than an on-the-pole wrestling match, and they don't do them anymore. Well, you have to go through the uh, the Twitter feed there, at Dustin Starr, at Cerrito. There's all sorts of pictures from trivia night we had the job squad the blue meanie showed oh, yeah. up in costume not very blue though but he was there and uh but the job squad and finn balor finn, finn balor, balor while he's getting his you know rehab done right to return to try to to defeat kevin owens which will be an impossible task he took a break from that to come <laughs> and uh, compete in the costume contest alongside um al snow's group of jobbers which like Perfectly timed, right? As you keep telling me not to call them jobbers. Yeah, then uh, we have the job squad you know, shows up to wrestling trivia. So no, it was it's always a lot of fun. It was great to be back at the Green Beetle, and we will be probably back at the Green Beetle location to be announced, a date to be announced. It will be the week before SmackDown comes to Memphis in 
January. SmackDown's coming to Memphis the Tuesday before Royal Rumble. Which yeah. Is, so that's uh, that would be great. You know, you have that's the, the go home. Yeah. Right, the go-home show for the Royal Rumble. We get it. Uh, we've been getting a lot of really good shows here the last couple of years, so SmackDown will be here uh, setting the stage in Memphis, Tennessee, for the Royal Rumble on the following Sunday and wrestling trivia that week. Man, it's going to be all wrestling all week, and Maria's going to be really mad at you for that. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, it's going to be the week. It's going to be. We're going to try to spread it out a little bit. So it's going to be the week before that week. So it's not going to be the same week gotcha. as SmackDown because we know people like Maria – uh, you know, they, you gotta, you gotta spread out the amount of wrestling commitment. So we're gonna do it the week before the SmackDown. And SmackDown, of course, is the, is the Tuesday. For the Royal Rumble. Like, do you like go home shows? I know they're always hyped up really big, these go home shows. But, I mean, we'll find out for sure when SmackDown is here. Exactly. If it's, is it that good of a show? What's well, Raw? I mean, was Raw's go home for Survivor Series? Was it that good of a show? Well, you get Goldberg, Goldberg and Brock in the same ring at the same time. So. Yeah. Um, you know, Gold, we've been talking about what kind of shape Goldberg's in. He tore his shirt off right there on Monday Night Raw. The guy's still in great tip-top physical condition, beat up a bunch of security guards. But tomorrow, will he be able to do the same thing to Brock Lesnar? So I don't know. I mean, the go-home show is pretty good. It gives you an idea of the guys standing toe-to-toe. What are we going to see? Um, I know. I kind of like. I prefer. But you, you gotta agree that the the night after the pay-per-view is the better night than the. Show leading up. Because the show leading up is often predictable because you know who's fighting who on Sunday. And well, now the night after the a- Rumble is when you'll know who is going to WrestleMania in the main event. So yeah, that's that's right. definitely an exciting night. The night yeah, you after. would rather have you'd rather have the SmackDown after the Rumble than the one right before. Yeah, but it it'll be it's going to be good. I, I have a, no, it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm just trying to because we always talk about the Go Home Show, the Go Home Show, but there's not a catchy name for the night after pay-per-view show well, and those, also, those to me are my favorite yeah kevin we're also waiting on nxt to announce uh their next show here in memphis and last time it was exactly. around smackdown and so we had to pick one or the other kind of thing and we went to nxt so this time i definitely want to go to smackdown but if nxt well, sure. is going to be here as well i might have to go to both but we don't know we, we don't, don't know, know yet. yet we don't know no you're right they they were here last time and it was an easy easy choice last time this time if you had to pick between the two it's harder because if you want to pass up the glorious entrance of Bobby Roode uh, <laughs> to go see the face that runs the place. So, you, it's, really, you're going to have to go to both. You'd have to save your money. Yeah. But if, if they were both happening this time, for sure. Because it's, it's, it's a, it's a, I think the NXT roster is not as exciting as it was when they came through last time. But you know, if, that, if that happened, I'd probably pick SmackDown. Because SmackDown is, is great, and you got to think. With Shane McMahon being involved on on Sunday night, that right. something else is going to happen, and you're on the road to WrestleMania. It's uh, that's that'll be that of course, we'll, and we'll talk so much more about about SmackDown Live. We keep calling it SmackDown. It's SmackDown Live. Right, right. We have SB Live, just like Cerrito Live. It's SmackDown Live. <laughs> Well, I've got a bunch of a uh, bunch of great Survivor Series moments to set us up for tomorrow's big pay per view. But first, uh, I've got a couple of plugs, Kevin. You know, you were already mentioning. Yeah, plug, the, yeah. We always yeah. We start with some plugs. Go. The next, are, I meant to, yeah, go ahead. The next trivia you've already kind of mentioned that's going to be in January before the Royal Rumble. But tonight, I'm going to be at FedEx Forum to watch our Memphis Grizzlies take on the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'll be emceeing tonight with the triple threat there. Man, did you watch those games? Uh, the Clippers. Did you stay up to see the Clippers game or the game last night? I, I missed the last night. Oh my game. gosh! I fallen. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, it I think this, it's awful. been a great week to be uh, to be a Grizz fan for sure. Because this time last week, whew, 
Yeah, yeah. No, I expect a big, big crowd tonight because they're going to want to see the boys in blue coming back home after that road, uh, road stand. Also going on right now, Kevin, uh, every year WrestlingNewsCenter.com does the best of, and they do a, um, you know, a voting for all the fans to choose their favorite wrestlers, favorite manager. Right. Maria has won manager of the year two years in a row. Of course, I've won wrestler of the year. But we are actually nominated this year in many different categories. So go to WrestlingNewsCenter.com and vote for the power couple. I okay, would be, wait, so uh-huh. is it whoever has the most votes win, or does the electoral college decide? I think this is much easier to understand than that whole electoral college <laughs> and all it's the not, popular votes. Not it's total state. number. It's all going to depend on who Ohio picks. <laughs> all right, so go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, so WrestlingNewsCenter.com, you can vote for everybody. I think one of the matches of the year is nominated was Jerry Lawler versus Jeff Jarrett. And if you weren't there for that in Jonesboro, man, it was awesome. But um, I'll be back on local that Memphis Jonesboro Live. show deserves every award possible. Yeah. I wasn't there, but I just from what it looks like, it was great. It was great. I'll, I'll be joining Amos Baropoulos on local Memphis Live on Tuesday. That's at 9 a.m. And then next week, Kevin Cerrito. It's going to be a special five-star edition of Cerrito Live. That's what I hear. You and Maria are hosting the show next week. A special 90-minute episode of Cerrito Live, and we are taking over. Hostile takeover again. CJ's looking at me all nervous. Yeah, so yeah, so a special start time for the main event. So the wrestling segment, I'll join you. We'll break down um, Survivor Series and I'm sure talk about other stuff uh, next week. But that'll be at noon because it's the 90-minute edition of the show, so we'll be starting uh, the main event at, uh, noon next week. But I know you got a list of like, you made a list of Survivor Series moments. Yeah. Hey, did absolutely. you call that Brian Christopher's about to join us? He's well, joining us. Well, Brian Christopher is in New York City. Of course, he's still taking bookings all over the United States. He is set to join us and we'll talk a little Survivor Series with him. But then also, I mean, shoot, uh, the long history he's had with Memphis and WWE. We'll find out what the Grandmaster is doing now. So we're going to try to get him on the phone in just a little bit. But I did put together. Wait, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Well, when we talk to him, I want you to ask him because when, when he comes on, ask him, like, does he prefer in 2016, do we call him Grandmaster or do we call him Too Sexy or do we call him Brian Christopher? What name does he prefer to go by? <laughs> he probably would think that anything that involves him being Grandmaster Sexy or Too Sexy, right. anything Sexy is probably what he wants to be called. All right, well, go, let's say, okay, so Survivor Series. He was at a Survivor Series, so I'm sure he'll give us some great insight on that. But you have your top five Survivor Series moments. My first question I want to know is the Elimination Chamber uh, match on there because that was a trivia question. Yes, actually, um, it is on there. And I put put together a kind of a top five Survivor Series moments. You know, Survivor Series debuted in 1987. So what were the moments that stuck out to me the most I reached out to some people on Twitter and Facebook, and they sent in some of the same things. And, yes, the Elimination Chamber debuted at Survivor Series in 2002. Who won that match, Kevin? HBK. HBK. And I will never forget that because Shawn Michaels had the ugly brown tights on with these cowboy boots. I mean, it didn't look like the HBK of, of old. And uh, I read a story later that the Seamstress didn't get his outfit complete in time. And he won oh. the world title oh. at the first Elimination Chamber in Survivor Series 2002. Survivor Series 2002, that was a trivia question to name the six superstars in that match. I got them and, all right, by the way, me and the team. <laughs> yeah, you did. And circle the winner and say the year. So that was a big moment. I wonder what their, their future plans are with that, with that chamber 
and, and, and I'm starting to think as boring as, as uninterested I'm in, as in my, and in the undercard of Survivor Series outside of will the IC title jump shows. Can they have the IC title and the U.S. title on the same show? Wouldn't that just, wouldn't that just be stupid? Because if, if Sami Zayn wins, the title switches to Raw and it's on the same I, show as the U.S. title. That makes no sense. Yeah, and I hope they don't keep doing that. I hope they get it the way they want it and then they leave the right. titles where they're going to be because I've missed a couple of the SmackDown Live episodes. I'm not going to lie. Um, I want to know where the titles are. I don't want to have to guess is uh, the Intercontinental and, title on Raw or SmackDown this week. Right, which it would have made sense to have them both on Raw if they weren't going to create the new free roll-up championship yeah. that Kevin Owens has, right? Then you could have both right. of them on Raw, and that would have made sense. But there's just too many titles now, and you can't. You got to have your mid-card title for SmackDown. Anyway, that's yeah. cruiserweight title. It's almost a lot that's coming to SmackDown. Right, right. So, uh, okay, so one of the Survivor Series moments that was mentioned numerous times is the Undertaker actually debuted at Survivor Series in 1990. Um, just to kind of make an extension of that, The Undertaker has, has done a lot at the Survivor Series. If you remember in 1992, the first ever casket match against Kamala happened at Survivor Series, and there's a Memphis tie-in because The Undertaker started in Memphis, and then Kamala, the Ugandan giant, was created in Memphis as well. That's true. That's true. That's a lot of connections where there. A lot of Memphis connections. It's, it's, there's always a way to look at wrestling in a, from a Memphis perspective. That's what I was the great thing because we are in the, the wrestling capital of the world and there's always some type of Memphis angle to look at it, even if you're making a list of Survivor Series moments because my favorite is this one on your list with Jerry Lawler and his um, little men with him <laughs> the, uh, the what was his the, the royal family maybe yeah. going against uh, Clowns R Us with Doink the King tweeted us uh, this morning and said that his team his Survivor Series team is still undefeated after that uh, graphic <laughs> with the uh, the royal family but is that a- is that on the list? That's not on the list. It's not on the list. That's not on the list. But Doink the, the Clown, yeah. Pink, Wink, and Dink versus Jerry Lawler and Sleazy, Cheesy, and Wheezy. Did you look this up, or do you know this by memory? That's a little strange. I, know that I am <laughs> seriously. I am not even near a computer today. So That's good. A couple, um, couple other notables, though. Uh, you want to tie in Memphis as well. The Rock debuted at Survivor Series 96. Sting, right. he had a Sting Rock Memphis. Rock he debuted yep. in 2004. That was actually 24 years after The Undertaker's debut. How crazy. Do we see Taker on at Survivor Series? Do you think he's going to be there? I missed SmackDown, so I didn't see what they set up. Uh, Did he they just came out and acted like he cared who won the match between SmackDown Live and, and Raw. Like, why a dead guy cares, I don't know. Well, another, uh, another notable is in 2012, The Shield debuted at Survivor Series as well. So maybe we'll get a debut of some sort. That could be. Okay, another uh, one on the list that has to be on the list, hands down. Okay. Probably the top moment ever, 1997 Montreal Screwjob. That's got to be the biggest story coming out of Survivor Series history. Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh, without question. That is the, the is, like it's blank screwjob. You know how like you have like in politics, like, or even in life now, right? If there's a scandal, it's something gate, all because of Watergate, you know? I guess if there's any type of scandal, it's something gate. And now that there's any type of, uh, uh, of a screw job type of a thing going on, it's a blank screw job and it's all from the Montreal screw job. I mean, it is, it is the Watergate of, of, of wrestling. Yeah. And it's still talked about to this day. Was it a work? Was it a shoot? What, what happened? You've heard it on podcasts. They've reviewed it a million times on WWE Network, but that's got to be by far the biggest. But I guess I guess ranking right up there with the 97 Montreal Screwjob would have to be the debut of debut, the godly, debut. gobbly gooker. 
That's one of the. No, I love how the WWE has no. embraced that awful moment. <laughs> so, a little known fact: Hector Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero's brother, was actually in the costume to oh, be wow. the gobbledygooker. And if you remember, in 1990, there was this big giant egg, and it hatched at the end of the night. And you know, it was kind of like the gobbledygooker was going to be the uh, the mascot for. Survivor Series, and, man, the people just really didn't like that. So I'll just scratch that one off the list. How about it's that, really, It's really disappointing you lost the, the wrestling trivia fall brawl because it looks like you did your homework on the yeah, Survivor Yeah, but they weren't all Survivor Series questions, man. They weren't. But you, you got me on it. the pole matches. Right, you missed the iconic uh, nightstick on a pole match between no, Big Boss Man and Nail at Survivor Series. That happened in the early 90s. That did not make the list, though. Uh, but what <laughs> did make the list, now, me personally, looking uh, as, a, as a fan growing up, being from Memphis, 1996 Survivor Series was awesome. So you did have The Rock. Rocky Maivia debuted right after leaving Memphis, Tennessee. Um, you had Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart, their first encounter. Fantastic match. And then in the main event of the night, your buddy, our buddy, Sid Vicious beats... Yeah. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, for the WWF Championship at Madison Square Garden, and Sid is a huge star at this point, coming from Memphis. We're just dropping. We're like we're just like bragging about our wrestling knowledge right now, or, or I don't know, I guess. But like then that that set up that set up the rematch at the Royal Rumble, which was in San Antonio, and that's where this year's uh, Rumble is, right? There you go. It all circles back around. Yeah. Now well, also, hey, I didn't know if you know, knew this or not, but. Uh, uh, Vader was apparently supposed to be in Sid's place in that match, but there were some things that happened that put Sid in that match. Sid got the championship win, and like you say, he went on to the Royal Rumble. He actually headlined uh, WrestleMania with The Undertaker the following year. I love how you just yada, 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 whatever happened with Vader. <laughs> it's like, ah, Vader's supposed to be in the match, and then yada, 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 Sid got in there. and then. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Vader fan. We've talked about Vader a couple times on the show, and we always wondered – I have anyway. Why did Vader not get that big, huge main event push coming from WCW? Right. Yeah, it's a great question. Well, that was supposed to be his spot, according to rumor and innu- innuendo. But uh, Sid, uh, Sid, 1996, beat Shawn Michaels on huge stage at Madison Square Garden. That is definitely on the list. I mean, for all these reasons, is why they can't rebrand Survivor Series, right? But like, it's the Survivor Series is, is just. Of the pay-per-view names, like even if you count the the awful late WCW pay-per-view names, it's not the best pay-per-view name in 2016. I mean, there's a reality show that's come along that Survivor, uh, these these mat the mat this forces them to do these tag matches. They don't always do them, but I think it's as far as the Big Four, which is another Big Five, I would say Money in the Bank's in there. But I do like Money in the Bank. We'll find out if Money in the Bank will be both brands. I'm assuming it it will be. Uh, if the brand split is still happening after WrestleMania. But, yeah. uh, Survivor Series, like, that's one that they were rumored to, like, they were going to rebrand it, call it something else. And it still kind of needs that something. It needs a different name, but it's got such a rich history. Yeah, it's not good. They changed the name. Um, but they changed, I mean, they, they freaking changed the F to an E. So <laughs> it's from WWF to WWE. They had to so. get the F out. They did. Are, I could change the, the name of Survivor Series to something else. The, uh, I would. I don't know, but the reigning, it's a bad name in there. The reigning trivia form. champion, Kevin uh, Arnez, he's just tweeting mm-hmm. that Team Bischoff versus Team Austin in Dallas. Fantastic match. That's where Sean bled really bad. I believe it was Sean and Randy Orton in the final two in that match. But um, 
Lots of tweets coming in, a lot of, a lot of different stuff, but a lot of the stuff agreed with our list there. Um, also, uh, this is something we could talk to Brian about once we get Brian on the phone. Uh, the biggest whodunit moment. I don't know if you remember this, but in 1999, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin gets run over by a car. I remember that. In the, in the parking lot, and he was supposed to be in a triple threat match for the World Heavyweight title. Never made it to the match. It was supposed to be Austin versus Rock versus Triple H. <laughs> Big Show was his replacement. He wins the championship. And forever, we do not know who ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin in that parking lot. Do you remember who it was, CJ? No, so here's, here's my wrestling story. I'm going to give CJ a hint. Give me go a ahead, hint. CJ. You say your thing, and I'm going to give you a hint. Okay, so big wrestling fan when I was much younger and then kind of fell out of it after Rock and Stone Cold and Triple H. That rivalry kind of ceased. I uh, fell out of it. But I remember sitting there for pay-per-view. We didn't order it. We just had the fuzzy channel. Right. And so you we can hear it. At, we can hear it. And so <laughs> we heard Stone Cold get run over. We're like, oh, no, we got to watch Raw tomorrow to try and figure it out. Oh, Everything man. in me, I feel like it was a rock, but I'm not for certain. No. Kevin, give me the hint. Let me give, here's your hint. He he is a wrestler who has put his butt in Maria's Rikishi, face. Oh, my God. The homie. <laughs> the homie hit the You're going to pay for Stone that one, Kevin. <laughs> So, yeah, a whole – I'm going to ignore you even said that. A whole year <laughs> passes, right? Nobody knows who ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin with this car, right? And then it eventually comes out that it was Rikishi, who was a babyface at the time. He was a good guy. All of a sudden, that, that, that changed everything. Rikishi ran over Stone Cold. I remember that now because I remember that the Raw the following day. It was like, who did it? Who did it? We got to figure out who ran over Stone Cold. And it was Rikishi. Yeah. Yep. Yes. It was. Rikishi one year later. So I guess uh, what what I'm thinking is, did they know ahead that this was going to be Rikishi that was driving the car, or were they just waiting? How does that – I always wonder how that plays out. They did not know. That wasn't a good – I think they were going to figure it out, right? Because if they knew, that was just an awful plan because it didn't pay off very well. Uh, So maybe they didn't. It did, yeah, it didn't. Unfortunately, uh, for Rikishi, but um, yeah, they could have paid off being anybody from WCW or whatever at the time, right? So it could have gone in a bunch of other different directions, right? Than that. Now we went through that list of great moments in Survivor Series history, which leads me to the ultimate question: Tomorrow, they have built this match. Goldberg versus Brock. Is it going to make the list? Will we look back on that match and say the list one of, of top? Jericho, or mm-hmm. the list of Cerrito, or the list of what's your list called? Survivor Series list. <laughs> <laughs> Will it be one of the top? <laughs> would it be one of the top moments? Are we going to leave that match with one of the top moments since 1987? I think if, if you see Brock just destroy Goldberg, I think that would be a, a very memorable moment. It will. You put on that list, right? Uh, but if it's a even matchup between the two and Brock just ends up winning, then no. But if it's just Brock dominates in a special way, and I don't know what that is, I think it can go on the list. I do. You, do you wonder they've done this right? We saw Sting versus Triple H right at WrestleMania. I remember how they all of a sudden made it WCW versus WWF right. when it when it wasn't hyped that way at all, really going into it, and they brought all the old guys out. There's a good chance, right? We're going to see a taser. We're going to see something, um, some callback for the old school fans in this match, uh, whether whoever comes back out. So I think that's a strong possibility. 
I, I always liked your idea of, of Kurt Angle being in this match instead of, you know, a Goldberg. Oh, that's and I got to give some credit to Andrew Goldstein, who was on the show last week. Who you can listen to on the GP podcast uh, this week. He did a great job. Uh, but yeah, he really is pushing Kurt Angle. It'll be next year. We just got to wait one more year. I I will be stunned. We have to wait for the next video game. Yeah. Yeah, so you're to WWE 2K18. Well, now you mentioned he won't be on the cover, but he'll be an unlockable character if you pre-work the game. Yeah, but he's a big enough star to be on the cover of that game as well. I mean, especially if he's going to be the guy that they bring back. I mean, I think that would be cool. I don't, I, I don't know how possible it is. Well, Brock's on the cover. Brock is on the cover of this one, not Goldberg. In I don't was Sting on true. the cover of this, or was Sting just unlockable? Um, I don't you, know. you throw, uh, CJ's the video game guy here. I hadn't played a wrestling <laughs> game in so long. Well, so because Kurt, I don't know, like wouldn't the the people who are buying these video games, many of them are folks who are like your son Brady's age, right? So he may not even know who Kurt Angle is, people his age. So they got to put somebody that they recognize. It's going to be Roman Reigns, right? Roman Reigns or Kevin Owens or somebody, right? Right. Well, on the cover because they don't know if Kurt can still sell. You you've you've kind of poo pooed the card a little bit, other than the uh, Goldberg what? and Brock <laughs> match. But uh, just to run down real quick, what you're going to be expecting tomorrow night, Survivor Series 2016. The Brian Kendrick defends the WWE Cruiserweight Championship against Kalisto. If Kalisto wins, then not only does he get the Cruiserweight title, but then it transfers the championship over to SmackDown. Right. So. I'm pre- yeah, that's, the, the, the division is going to SmackDown. We know that. That's the prediction. Now, whether there's a type of uh, quote-unquote screwjob, right, the Cruiserweight screwjob, the Toronto screwjob. They're in Toronto, right? Uh, right. There's going to be some type of a screwjob angle. I hope not, but... Cerrito, uh, Cerrito's fantasy booking has the Cruiserweight title going to SmackDown, so it leads me to the next match. WWE Intercontinental Championship, The Miz, who is the champion again. He won the title at SmackDown Live. He's going to be going against Sami Zayn, and the same thing. If Zayn wins, not only does he become Intercontinental Champion, but it will take that Intercontinental title over to Raw. So does Raw lose two championships in one night? No, well, Raw doesn't have. No, it would be SmackDown's putting Intercontinental on the line, and Cruiserweight's being put up by Raw. So, well, but I'm just saying, I mean, are we going to switch would championships? They not have either one. Would you swap them? Um, that's a, you know, a change. I don't think it's the right time. I think Miz just won the title back. Yeah. He, he's, until they're ready to give him that main event push, he needs to be the Intercontinental Champion. And until he gets another shot in the main event, which is probably him versus a babyface uh, AJ Styles or something, right? Right. You. Uh, and but they may want to move him to Raw because he's doing so well, right? So they may want to figure out some angle to get him over there. I don't know. Be a good match uh, either way. Um, no, I'm yeah, I'm excited about that match because we don't know what's going to happen. Like we know eventually cruiserweights are going to SmackDown because of that uh, new show they're going to have on the network that's going to air after SmackDown. That's so, you know that that's what kind of stinks for wrestling is you can make that prediction because we know like when they tape in the production. Back in the day, back like when we were talking about the Survivor Series in the 90s, you couldn't go on the Internet and see, oh, well, this guy's going to win because they're going to start taping that show, you know, after the live show. Right, right. but the, they will book it. They will book it knowing that we know, right? So it becomes like yeah. because they know that they know, we're going to have Brian, be Brian Kendrick win the match, and then we'll do a Shane McMahon night after uh, WrestleMania, you still get control of Raw type of angle, right? Yeah. They know, so they'll figure out another way, like maybe the next night, a rematch, and that's when they'll change the title, just so we'll right. be surprised on Sunday. Just yeah. so, hey, you smart fans, you thought you knew what was going on, but you don't. 
So 10 on 10 traditional Survivor Series tag team elimination match, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. You've got everybody. Like, you've got heels and baby faces on the same team. So this, this thing is going to be a nightmare anyway with 10 guys on each side. So 20 guys total. Who are you where, where are they going to fit on the ring apron is what I'm wondering. Why didn't I get invited? <laughs> CJ, or how are you going to be able to see the action if you're sitting close in the arena? The, yeah, unless everybody is invited to that match, so CJ could be there. I think it's down, it's a two horse race, right? You're going to have either the club finally get a big win or American Alpha, right? It's got to be one of those. Why would anybody else win this match? It makes no sense why the match is even there. Yeah. Um, just getting the tag teams involved, uh, I guess. The next one's five on five. It's a traditional Survivor Series elimination match. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. It's the ladies. So you got Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, right. Nia Jackson, Alicia Fox on Raw. On Team SmackDown, you got Nikki Bella, Becky Lynch, Alexa Bliss, Naomi, and Carmella. Now, Natalia is going to be at ringside, so I'm not sure why she's not in that match. Um, but you've got ladies versus ladies, Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, I'm, I, I think a SmackDown lady is going to win. I'm going with Becky, Becky Lynch, I think. This is her, I think, as much as they, SmackDown still got to get their women to be on the same level. So I'm thinking that's who I'd pick. But. That's true. I would never bet on a pay-per-view against Charlotte Flair, though. Uh, but, if, but, if you, but they've changed her record. They've changed her record. Her streak is only in singles matches oh, on paper. Okay. So she has right to lose this and not impact her record. All right, so five-on-five five Survivor Series elimination match. This is the big one, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. you got Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Braun Strowman, who I think Braun has really stepped up, and he fits in this place um, against Team SmackDown. AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Shane McMahon. Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. I I miss SmackDown. I hope we see some, yeah, I hope we see. Look, because uh, this is the time of year. I mean, you're setting things up for WrestleMania, right? Who is Shane going to wrestle? For Shane McMahon's wrestling at WrestleMania. It's either going to be against Triple H or it's going to be against Brock. We know Seth Rollins. If he doesn't get hurt, it's going to be wrestling at WrestleMania. It's going to be against uh, Triple H or somebody, right? Triple H can't wrestle Seth and Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. So there, there's all this stuff out there that will have a little clearer view. Who will The Undertaker be wrestling at Mania? Do you think it's going to be Braun Strowman? Or does he get like a Kevin Owens? Or do we get AJ Styles versus The Undertaker? I think that would be awesome. I've heard of John uh, Cena. I've heard John Cena for, John for Cena. Undertaker. Or does John Cena pop up and somehow help SmackDown win or whatever, right? Or maybe there's no Cena Undertaker at all in this and we just wait till January. Right. Uh, that's a more likely scenario that that'll happen. Be hyped, pre-hyped that John Cena will be on Raw and then The Undertaker will be on Raw next week. And then The Undertaker and John Cena will be on Raw together. And we'll have security guards stand between them on Raw. <laughs> that was this terrible. Week. That's what terrible. I'm glad they didn't touch each other. That was good. So we'll, we can see that. Which leads to the main event. I think he's got to definitely go on last. Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. I am going to officially take Brock Lesnar. Oh, without question, because it doesn't make sense otherwise. Even even if there's going to be another Goldberg match, it doesn't make sense. You can't. And, and if Triple H beats Cena at WrestleMania, when you have these type of uh, guy who was created by Vince versus guy who was created by Eric right. Bischoff or whatever, the fans of WCW, it, is, it always goes. Up against it. it. There That's we are. It. We're, we're too sexy, it's too late. <laughs> Kevin, thanks, man, for joining your own show. Dustin Star will be in next week. That'll do it for Cerrito Live. For Dustin and Kevin, I'm CJ. Thank you, Scotty. We'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. This is Maria Starr, half of Memphis's Power Couple, telling you to tune in to the main event of Sarita Live every weekend for the wrestling segment. 
My man Dustin Five Star sits down every Saturday with Kevin Cerrito to talk about all things in the world of wrestling. So tune in to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 every Saturday at 1230 for some wrestling smack talk. And if you ever miss this or any of the show, you can listen to the podcast by subscribing to Cerrito Live for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. And as always, podcasts are available at CerritoLive.com.